Welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast, where we discuss business solutions to help listeners develop and implement action plans for true lean process improvement. I am your host, Patrick Adams. Hey everybody, welcome. I am here with Robert Heath Sr. He's the CEO of Legacy Leadership Consulting. He's a Marine Corps veteran, so Semper Fi. Uh, he's also the author of uh, this great book, Why Can't People Just Do Their Jobs? And then also you just published a new book, uh, Thriving in Chaos, How to Manifest Your Greatness and Do More while working less. I'm excited to hear about this. Well, tell you, me bro. tell me about this book, Rob. Well, awesome, brother. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, really, it came from actually MCDP1. So the whole concept of thriving in chaos is understanding that so many people try to order chaos, so many people try to manage chaos. And one of the things they talked about in warfighting when I was in a basic school and we were learning how to be Marine Corps officers was you can't try to organize the chaos. You're never going to have all full information. You're never going to have everything the way you want to be. And you're That's always right. dealing with living, breathing, thinking people in opposition to what you're doing, yeah. whether they think they're in opposition or not. And so for those people that try to manage the chaos, they go crazy. Right. But if you can learn to thrive in chaos, mm. then you can actually be successful. You can actually accomplish your goals. So the book is basically taking those kind of lessons that I've learned in you know leadership and in, in, in my Marine Corps career mm. and putting them to um, regular people to help them to understand specifically emerging leaders okay. who are kind of dealing with that new chaos of yeah. going from everything being in a box and knowing what they were supposed to do and being good at everything, getting good grades, going to school and then getting a good job and being so good at their job that they could actually do other people's jobs as well oh, yeah. to now when you get promoted, when you're in charge of defining what success looks like for your team when you're given very loose guidelines about what you're supposed to do and you've got annual benchmarks that you need to meet, it rushes, makes everything rush in and it can be overwhelming. So that's what the book is about. It's about the okay. five steps to kind of take care of your, uh, <clears throat> to manage your time, to manifest your greatness, and ultimately to live a life that's in alignment with your divine purpose. I love it. It's a, such a great topic and so uh, relevant for today. You know, And, and in the Marine Corps, you, you learn this uh, very quickly. And I think for a lot of people that are probably listening or watching this, they understand that you know, they even no matter how good your plan is, like no matter how well you plan it out, you try to think about all of the potential failures that could happen. There are all there's always going to be something that creeps up that you didn't think about or that, you know, what, what's the saying? Uh, it, no know, plan survives first. Contact. That's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so and I think we all experience that as leaders yeah. and, and um, especially, you know, a lot of the leaders that I work with, I know mm -hmm. definitely experience that. So do you think that these five steps that you lay out in your book, five steps to ma mastering your time and improving productivity, do you think that these steps can help someone, you know, whether they feel like they have a good plan or whether they're just living in chaos and, and maybe that's, maybe that's their culture and, and it's something that they don't have control of mm -hmm. and they, they, uh, they're just coming to work and, and that's just what they have to work yeah. in. W would you say that these five steps could help them? Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and, and that's the really, the one thing that I want people to understand about the chaos that they live in is that that chaos is real for everybody. It's not as if, like, it seems that there's this kind of veneer, this aura, this this shield that the successful people out in the world have mm -hmm. that, you know, the, the rest of us just aspire to but may never get to grasp. And I want to kind of shatter that mythology. Okay. The reality is the people who are uber successful and are super productive are not more disciplined. They're not stronger willed. They don't have, you know, just better talents than everybody else. They've learned to master a, key, a, key, a couple of key things. 
And one of them is they've made certain habits that other people don't have. And those success habits allow them to get more done easier. Mm. They work smarter, not harder. And these five steps are really defined or designed to help people understand how you can incorporate that into your life, especially for those leaders that feel like they have no control over what's going on. I get it. I remember, and the the crazy thing about this was, this was after I had learned the basics of, you know, mastering my time again. I was in that position. Mm -hmm. I had been a teacher. I had been a basketball coach. I had run a business. And then I joined the Marine Corps and I was an attorney. Now, I wasn't just an attorney. I was, and you were stationed at Camp Lejeune as well. Mm -hmm. I was the winningest defense counsel in the history of Camp Lejeune. So I was Mm -hmm. pretty good at my job. Right, right. right? And I went from there to being a company commander. Immediately, I was in a position that I had never been in as far as leadership is concerned before. Mm -hmm. I was in charge of 220 Marines and sailors across 16 different sections on all three bases, Johnson, Geiger, and Camp Lejeune. Mm -hmm. So there was no way that I could get everything done in a day. I couldn't be everywhere. It took me 20 minutes just to go see some of my Marines. So it was overwhelming because I couldn't control it all. And up until that point, I had mainly been able to control it all. Okay. And so what I had to realize was that 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 wasn't going to work. Controlling it all wasn't going to work. And in that moment, what I realized was there's always going to be somebody calling you. There's always going to be somebody sending an email. And they're going to be talking about it like their hair is on fire and like it's important. It's the most urgent thing in the world. And if you let yourself be pulled in those directions, you're going to be playing whack-a-mole and firefighting for the rest of your life. That's right. And I remember it wasn't, I won't act like I had this great epiphany and it was just, it just came to me. It was actually my wife. Okay. <laughs> right. And so my wife tapped me on the shoulder and she was like, now, um, when you made the transition to being company commander, you told me about how this job was going to be easier than your last job. Right. Because as a defense counsel, you get a client, you, you might, I might have to go to Brig to see him. I might have to be working on a case mm-hmm. three hours of the night. If I'm in court, there's no time when you know the court's going to end. It's mm-hmm. kind of scheduled, but it can go over all the rest of that. It was a lot of uncertainty. But, you know, as a company commander, generally, as long as you're not in the field or, 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 or deployed, you're 7.30 to 4.30, mm-hmm. life is good, it's repetitive, as long as none of your Marines go to the brig, you're good. Right. right? <laughs> and so that's what I had told my wife, but three months in, that didn't exist. Right, right. And she, was, she, she explained to me, you know, when you're home, you're not really home. You're not even present when you're here because I can tell that your mind is at work. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that can resonate with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and that was the thing that it was it it was surreal because you know I was home and I was and, and I was trying to be there, but I I can remember it like I'd be watching a movie and there'd be a laugh line or whatever, and I'm not paying attention because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the five problems that I got to deal with when I get to work on Monday, right. and that was the moment when I started realizing this isn't I'm not doing this right, and I mm-hmm. and, and what was even worse was I knew better. Mm-hmm. I knew that there was a different way to be a leader. There was a different way to do this work. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I was not operating that way. And so that's when I began to make the change. And, you know, I always love to tell this story with my students because they don't believe it in the beginning. But then when they get into the program and they get to see the transformation, I, I tell them it can be quick. In two months, I went from working 10, 12-hour days mm-hmm. to being done by about, 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I would go to chow. I would go PT. Mm-hmm. I would come back and I would sit around the office just waiting for 4.30 and didn't have anything to do. I would go bo- bother my Marines like, hey, you need help with anything? What's going on? Let's, <laughs> let's talk. Come on. Let's get right. a counseling session in because I literally had no work to do right. because 
I had structured my day in such a way that I could be the most efficient and the most effective that I could be. That's and crazy. it was those five steps that really... Yeah, well, let's talk about those five steps. So what, what are those five steps that you lay out in your book? Yeah, so step one, and this is the one that most people struggle the most with, is defining success. Okay. Right? So the five steps are defining success, aligning your priorities and your goals in the pathway of your success. Okay. Right? Then scheduling your priorities. Okay. Then the fourth step is handling interruptions. And okay. dealing with distraction. And the fifth step, of course, is to make it a habit instead right. of to make it something that you have to work hard to do every day. Right. Um, and, and like I said, the first step and the fourth step are the ones that people struggle so much with. Okay. And so um, starting with defining success, we've been taught our entire lives to figure out what success means from external validation. Mm -hmm. We start with our parents, and our parents tell us what's good and bad. Mm -hmm. Then we go to school, and the school tells us what's good and bad. Then we go to work, and our bosses tell us what's good and bad. Mm -hmm. And you know, those of us that go to church, we still got external people that are telling us what's good and bad as well. Right. And one of the things that, in, in all of those areas, one of the success features that most people don't really understand is you have to become the person that mm -hmm. understands how to make that determination, whether it's with your parents, you have to decide who you want to be as a, as a, as a child to your parents. Mm -hmm. You have to decide what the relationship is you want with your parents. When you go to school, same thing. You have to decide. If you're going to really excel in school, you've got to decide what learning means to you and what you're interested in learning. And same thing in the workplace and the same thing with religion. Mm -hmm. It's your relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. It's not everybody else's relationship and they get to talk about what you're doing with God. It's right. between you and God. Sure. And so at the end of the day, learning how to define success is so important and it's so liberating mm -hmm. because once you can define success once you understand what the purpose of your life is supposed to be once you understand that gift that is inside of you that needs to be manifested now you can move to step two which is aligning everything in your life around making that happen okay and so that's the that's the biggest thing that i try to get people to understand and th those muscles have atrophied for so many people Mm -hmm. That's something that, you know, a lot of people feel like, well, I don't want to be selfish or I don't, I, I don't want to, like, you know, I, I talk to a lot of busy entrepreneurs and busy moms, especially. And one of the things that they struggle with is self-care because they mm -hmm. feel like they're stealing time from those that they should be serving by taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's like nothing could be further from the truth. Right. You have to pour into yourself, right? You can't pour from an empty cup. That's right. Right. And so you have to pour into yourself so that you can give to others. But in order to pour into yourself, you got to first understand what success is looks like so yeah. that's that's step one so for those people that are in a you know a leadership role or maybe an emerging leader you know someone that maybe just got moved into a role uh they're they're new new to managing people right what would you what would you recommend to them is you know around defining you know success for themselves or, or where, where should they start yeah well there's two things that i would definitely say the first is Give yourself time to figure this out. A lot mm -hmm. of people feel like I should know what my life purpose is or I should know what that thing is. And they struggle in the beginning. And because they struggle in the beginning, then they think that there's something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And I, I like to give it the kind of the analogy of if you've ever seen The Matrix. If you remember when Neo got pulled out of The Matrix and they put him on the table, mm -hmm. right, because he just fell over. Sure. Because all his muscles were atrophied. He'd never used them before. Yeah. Right? It's the same thing. This is a muscle. Defining success for yourself. Looking at what and really feeling your intuition and getting in tune with the universe and figuring out what your purpose is, mm -hmm. is a skill that we are all at different points on a continuum of. But most people who are struggling, especially in this as emerging leaders, when they're just thrust into the chaos of yeah. having to define all these things and determine all these things, those muscles are atrophied. So give yourself some time. Okay. The second thing that I would tell people is, Look at it not just kind of as 
what is my job at, what, is, what does success look like at work? You want to look at the broader spectrum of your life. You want to be able to look at, Stephen Covey talks about begin with the end in mind, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he also talks about in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, how we are not just who we are at work. We have different facets of our personality and of our of our mission. Mm -hmm. right? You have who you are as a, as, a, as a spouse or a significant other, who you are as a, as a parent, who you are as a brother, a sister, a cousin, right, a family member, who you are in your community, who you are in, in your career, who you are in your professional spaces mm -hmm. right, and professional associations. So all of those different roles have to be in alignment with who you are as an individual. And so one of the things that one of the first activities that I take people on in, in my Thriving in Chaos course is taking them to the end of their life mm -hmm. and being able to look back on our lives from the perspective of seeing and visualizing, having accomplished everything that we want to accomplish, having lived a fulfilling life, sure. having been that person that can say, yes, I have lived and done what I wanted to do. Because one of the things that they, when they do these surveys at you know, the senior citizen homes and, and they talk to people, the biggest regret that people have is not having risked more, not mm -hmm. having done more, not having tried more things. Yeah. Nobody Gary, gets to the Gary end. Gary talks about that a lot. Exactly, <laughs> right? And that's the whole thing. And so right. what we do is we go to the end of that life and we meet that person yeah. who doesn't who doesn't regret having risked more, who doesn't regret having tried more. That person who is you, sure. you're most fulfilled. That person who is yeah. you when you've yeah. done everything you're supposed to do so that you can get the guidance and the wisdom, right? And, right. and, and I love the fact, you know, quantum physics is now starting to talk about how you know, all of the timelines exist in one time, right? Like there's there's not this concept of kind of linear time where we start here and then we move and march along to here. The person you are is the person you were, is the person that you're going to be all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And um, Eric Thomas has a quote that I love that says, the person you are to be, you are now becoming. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so I, I take students, I take people through that, and that's the thing that I would really t talk to people about. Get used to looking at your life as a success. Get used to looking at your life having done what you're supposed to do, not in, not out of regret, not out of fear, mm -hmm. not out of apprehension or anxiety. Start visualizing getting it all done. That's right. And visualize that future state, right? You know where you are currently. Now let's visualize that future state and start moving towards that. I love exactly. that. I love that. And analogy. that becomes your north star. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So uh, skipping to uh, to step five, because we don't want to give the entire book away, <laughs> uh, but skipping to step five, uh, habits, mm -hmm. right? How, what do you suggest to people on how they, how they can create habits, right. you know? So the biggest thing, and um, James Clear has a phenomenal book called Atomic Habits on this point. So many people don't understand the habit process, don't mm -hmm. understand how the brain creates habits. We think that, you know, there's just some people have good habits, some people have bad habits, and that's just, you know, genetic or nurture or whatever the case may be. And the reality is this. A lot of that morality that we try to impose upon everyday life doesn't really exist in the, in the functioning of life. Your mind, your brain doesn't know if there's a good habit that you're imprinting, like eating pizza at 11 o'clock at night, or if there's a bad habit that you're imprinting, or that bad habit that you're imprinting, like right. eating pizza at 11 o'clock at night, or a good habit that you're imprinting, like exercise. Right, sure. What your brain knows is this. There's a trigger, there's a behavior, and then there's a reward. Mm -hmm. In that sequence, your brain starts to say, we want to do that again. Mm -hmm. Now, the key is you have to learn how to hack the habit process and start attaching rewards to the habits that you want to have more of, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And in that way, the beauty of it is 
It takes about 67 days to take a new behavior and make it automatic. Mm. And here's the key. They've done, the, the, the scientists have done research. They've done some studies at MIT with lab rats and things like that. And here's what they noticed. There's a part of the brain called the basal ganglia. And that part of the brain is responsible for all of your habits. So if you've ever driven to work and for, you, know, you were talking on the phone and you were doing whatever and you don't even remember making the left-hand turn or making the right-hand turn, that's your basal ganglia at work. Mm. And the, so the basic thing that the, the, the scientists found is that the basal ganglia, once you have done an action enough times and it's attached, the brain doesn't have to use its own cognition for the behavior anymore. Mm. Once the trigger happens, the behavior happens automatically. Nice. And that's because of the reward cycle that has been um, that, it, that has been created. And the beauty of this is, you don't have to build completely new habits. You can stack habits on top of other habits that already exist, and that makes it even easier. So when you look at the Bill Gates's of the world, the Elon Musk's, the Warren mm -hmm. Buffett's, the Kevin Hart's, the Tyler Perry's, anybody that you think of that's uber successful. Mm -hmm. What you need to know about them is that they have certain habits that they built into their lives that make it so that making decisions and operating in their space is easier than it is for most other people. Mm -hmm. And that's where that habit, that's where that step four comes in, yep. and it really comes in in step five. They, okay. they learn how to set their lives up to not have to deal with distractions, and then lastly, they, set, they create success habits that make it so that they don't even have to think about how to do the right thing. Powerful. So powerful. So if anybody would like to, to get your new book, Thriving Chaos, how, where would they find it or, or how would they find you if they're, if they're looking to maybe talk to you about one of your workshops that you run? Awesome. So the best way to get in touch with me is to go to my website, LegacyLeadershipMastery.com. Okay. And that's LegacyLeadershipMastery.com. You can get a copy of the book. There's a link for that on there. Um, you can set up a, a free strategy call with me. And then you can find me on Facebook. I've got a couple of different groups on Facebook. Thrive Tribe is one of the groups where we put you know, lots of tons of information about how to impact your life, how to, how to make these five steps part of your life every day. Um, and so you can just find me on Facebook at Robert Heath Sr. All right. Love it. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate you, your time today. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lean Solutions Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please give us a review. Thank you so much.